0: Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. And in case you're curious, I'm here in downtown Sofia, Bulgaria. This video is on self-quantification, which boy is really a tempting rabbit hole to get drawn into as a biohacker. Isn't it? However, I'll make the case that you want to be wary not to get lost in this rabbit hole. So in principle, self-quantification is a good idea because there are so many options for our self-improvement and biohacking. You know, it's like every week there's a new supplement, there's a, a unique new nootropic agent that hits the market, there's a new software, there's a new mindfulness method, there's a new app, there's a new shiny thing, a new productivity hack, and of course, we would all love to just try everything, right, but doing so could be a real waste of time. What we really wanna do is identify the top 20%, the top 10% that's really going to work meaningfully for us. For example, you know, I've tried at this point at least 70 different nootropics and smart drugs, And less than half of those actually work for me, actually have a discernible short-term or long-term effect. So self-quantification, there's, again, it is something we should be doing, but there's some pitfalls to be avoided. Notably, analysis paralysis, which is spending an inordinate amount of time analyzing the data boy, as as biohackers and nerds we sure have a tendency to be seduced by the data don't we and not and, and to allow it to draw our attention and our energy and our limited resources away from doing the hard stuff that's actually going to get us closer to the goals that are important to us and then secondly it is costly both in time and in money so it makes sense to spend hundreds of dollars a month on blood tests or to meticulously document the caloric quantity of everything that you consume so that you can ascertain really specific conclusions about how a diet or a supplement is affecting your unique neurobiology. That all makes sense if you're tim Ferriss, and you're writing books that are going to sell millions of copies about your own body but if you're a little bit more normal guy or gal good news i've got a really effective free easy to do self-quantification experiment which is going to provide you really useful insights that you should be doing daily here it is breath counting during meditation so one of the first things that you learn when you get started meditating is focusing on deep rhythmic belly breathing and the counting of your breaths while you do this can be used to gauge your state of mind if your attention is really disparate and you're not very focused you're going to find it pretty challenging counting and i find that this pretty accurately reflects my recent behavior habits and consumption If I've been out partying the night before and I ate an indulgent sandwich for lunch, my mind is going to be all over the place. I'll be thinking about all these different things while counting, like one, two. Oh, I need to pay that invoice. Three. I should really check how many days I have left on my visa here. Four. Should I text Maria about dinner, or should I wait for her to text me? Five. I wonder what the Bitcoin price is. Six. Seven. God, I fucking suck at meditation. Fucking idiot. I may even lose track of what number I'm on of which one comes next, but... If I've gotten good sleep, I had a coconut or salmon salad for lunch, and I took a focus promoting smart drug, my counting will be very precise. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I play this little game while I'm counting, which is that if I get distracted by something for more than two seconds max, then I have to start over counting. I have to go back to one. And your unconscious mind is constantly delivering up thoughts to you. So if it's, it's okay if thoughts, if little thoughts pop up here and there while you're meditating, that doesn't mean that you're a terrible meditator and that you should give up on it. It's, it's pretty natural. But if I allow myself to dwell on those thoughts for, like I said, more than one or two seconds, then I have to start over. And this really makes you exercise your focus muscles and i do the taoist breathing technique which is a bit more complicated uh, which i do recommend you can read my article where i describe it exhaustively but just counting the breaths while breathing deeply works just fine and if you're trying a new supplement nootropic diet or brain training thing this method will give you pretty accurate feedback as to how effective of a focus promoter it is. When, when I do this exercise consistently, I can really tell well in between the things that are focus promoting for me and the things that aren't at all. And this gives me a pretty clear compass with my Consumption and lifestyle habits. So I've got a couple of findings from doing this for a while that I thought you might find interesting. The very best focus promoter in my experience is modafinil. Yes, modafinil, at least for me, it works as advertised. And vying for second place is Baijo, Smart Drug Stack and dual end back brain training. Dual end back brain training really great for focusing you in and occupying 100% of the ram the random access memory metaphorically speaking of your conscious mind. What I've eaten and drank in that day has a lot to do with how focused I am. So healthy fats are a lot better than carbs. In fact, I think they're probably the best. Sugar is better than carbs. A little bit of coffee helps, but more than two cups is detrimental to my focus. Green tea is actually a little bit better than adaptogenic tea also. And interestingly, supplemental nicotine stimulates what i'm going to call passive problem solving during meditation and this is because nicotine stimulates your default network to quote from a 2011 meta-analysis on nicotine the default network one of several resting state networks in the brain is thought to be involved in self-referential thought, awareness, and episodic memories. The absence of visual stimuli or effortful processing suggest that nicotine's cognitive effects may involve a shift in activity from networks that process internal to those that process external information so when you come up with a great idea in the shower or while you're waiting at a red light you can thank the default network for that which is what nicotine fires up promoting expansive thinking you know think about what the uh quote from the study said self-referential thought so that's like introspective thought awareness so knowing what's going on around you and episodic memory so that's your memories of the things that you've of the episodes that you've been through in life either recent or not so recent and yeah that's the those are the faculties that need to come together for us to come up with Solutions to the issues and the problems that we are uh, facing, and meditation on nicotine. It's it's a really interesting experience. I'm not going to say that nicotine is ideal for meditation. It isn't, but if you're a non-smoker, I do recommend that you pick up some supplemental nicotine and try it because you just might figure out a clever solution to that thing that's that's been kind of a, that's been a uh, that's been that's been holding you back or holding your organization or whatever back. If you are a smoker, try smoking a cigarette and then meditating. I'm I'm not gonna promise it's gonna have the the same effect for you because your nicotine tolerance is likely several thousand percent higher than mine is, for example. But uh, if we think about great writers and thinkers throughout history, a lot of them have been voracious smokers. You know, Tolstoy, Dostoevsky, J.R. Tolkien, Anne Wright, all these people just smoked like chimneys. So there must be something to it. It's, it's obviously a real creativity promoter. So go ahead and start implementing mm-hmm. this self-quantification experiment. One of the things that's cool about it is it doesn't take extra time. You're probably, you should already be doing meditation. You should already be doing deep abdominal breathing. And with this, we're just going to kind of mentally keep track of it. You know, if you want, you can journal this. You can uh, give it a one to 10 score in your coach.me app every day or not. You can just, or not, you can just note it. You can just be like, well, today I ate this thing. I used this nootropic. I slept like this. I was know, had these things going on and i felt about this distracted or i felt this focused while doing my breathing and that's a pretty accurate gauge i hope you found this useful if you'd like to get more easy uh, high leverage insightful self-quantification suggestions and experiments like this go ahead and hit the subscribe button now wherever you see it on the screen i'm jonathan roseland and i look forward to a continued conversation with you